Hello and welcome to Solo Travel with Darren. This is episode number 63. And first of all, I want to wish everybody a happy uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Um, We're coming up to the end of 2021. And so today I want to go into my kind of like my year in review or actually the I'm labeling this the uh, 21 things that I learned in 2021. So, um, and as always, you know, I'll tell you kind of what I learned and how you can, it'll help you, uh, if you want to travel the world, um, solo. So anyways, here we go. So let's start uh, basically with number one and what I learned this year and what you should know is that 80% of the enjoyment you'll get out of a trip is that the people you meet. Um, when you, when the people are cool and the, the people you like the people, you're going to have a wonderful trip, um, no matter what else happens. Um, I was in Ukraine, I was in, um, Kharkiv this year and I just remember, and obviously all the, the girls that I met in Kharkiv were super, super cool. But I remember this one, um, instance where I was at the KFC and I was ordering food at the, uh, kiosk and the kiosk was all in, was well, most of it was in Russian and, um, I was trying to order my food and I was trying to get something. And so anyways, um, it wouldn't kick out my receipt and there's a line behind me and, you know, I didn't know what was going on. So anyways, some guy got up from literally across the restaurant, walked over and started helping me with this kiosk and helped me. And when we found out that the thing was out of paper, it was out of paper for the receipt that's that was a problem but nevertheless this guy you know helped me right out of the blue and just you know just super super cool um so again everybody's nice when you travel the second thing that i learned is that you're always going to remember your trips more uh more you'll be happier more fond of your trips in memory than when you're there and it's kind of weird because I mean, I remember when I was in, when I landed in Prague, Czech Republic back in 2018, and I was sitting there on Wenceslas Square, and I just thought that that was the coolest time of my life. I was so, so happy. Um, I just couldn't believe I was there and all that. But when I come home and I watch my videos of me being in Prague, I like them even more. So just remember that when you're, when you're there, and it's probably better just remember that like when you're there and things aren't going well on your trip, just remember that you're going to love your trip when you get back. The third thing I learned in 2021 is that Instagram is the leader in social media and it's what you're going to, you know, when you're meeting girls, you're going to get their Instagram and not their phone numbers, period. Uh, the, the verdict is in for that. Number f- the fourth thing that I learned is that uh, in Ukraine anyway, well, yeah, I guess in Ukraine, because I was in Ukraine for a month this this past summer, and one of the things I learned is that they will not give out a lot of change. Um, so you have to have the exact, almost the exact change when you buy something because they just won't give it out. They just won't accept big bills. And so, you know, remember that when you're going somewhere, always have little change, and I think they call it kopekiks, the pennies in, in Ukraine. Um, but, um, yeah, so just remember that they don't give out a lot of change. The fifth thing that I learned when I was in Ukraine is that traveling, why I've known this and I've talked about this many times on this podcast, um, is that traveling makes you more empathetic and specifically 
this year I learned what Ukrainians in eastern Ukraine, how they feel about what's happening in the on the border there with Russia. And it, you really understand kind of what they go through, and it's, it's not like it is on TV at all. Um, the sixth thing that I learned was that the age group, the age difference between dating from American dating and dating in Eastern Europe is pretty different. I mean, over there, you can date girls that are 15, 20 years younger than you, and nobody will bat an eye, nobody cares at all. Whereas in the U.S., it's, well, it's different. Um, the seventh thing that I learned is that um, it's hard for guys to travel. I mean, I remember that I started this podcast and I have a website and my YouTube channel, all that, to inspire guys to travel the world solo. And I'm not sure that they do. And I read um, Henry Thoreau's book on Walden this year. And he talked about, you know, how most men live lives of quiet desperation. And it appears that that's true, where guys just don't want to really do anything. And so, you know, and again, I, I say that in contrast to what girls do. I mean, girls will, you know, grab a backpack and travel halfway across the world in a heartbeat. So may, but maybe that's why. Who knows? Um, or maybe you guys don't travel because of what Thoreau said. Uh, maybe guys just are too busy just doing stuff and you don't have time to travel the world and all that. So, no, I get it. Um, the eighth thing that I that learned was that uh, COVID sucks. Um, it's not, the world doesn't suck like it did in 2020, but it's not back to normal in 2021. Um, you know, half of the fun of traveling is the journey and that is the airport and all that. And the, when you're in the airport now in 2021, everybody has to wear a mask all the time. When you're on the plane, you have to wear a mask. And it just, it, 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 the whole thing just kind of sucks. Also, half the bars and restaurants in the airport are closed. Um, this was in July of 2021. And when I was on the plane flying, I forgot where, but a couple different places actually. And I would try to talk to the girls next to me. You know, we have our mask on and everything. And I'd like pull down the mask to talk to her and she would do the same. And the, the flight attendants would come over and tell you to put your mask back on. Um, so it just kind of, just kind of the whole situation just kind of sucks and it still kind of sucks. So that's what I learned this year. So, I mean, if you're looking to travel, you know, travel, do it, but just remember it's not quite back to normal yet. Um, the ninth thing that I learned this year was that Ukraine, or Odessa, Ukraine is a bit overrated. Um, I'd heard a lot of good things about it, but when I got there for four or five days, it, I mean, it, it was okay, but it just didn't live, live up to the hype. Um, let's see here. What else? The tenth thing that I learned is kind of goes back to number five when I talked about being more empathetic but this is on the other side this is kind of like I kind of have a better understanding of what um, Russia and uh, Vladimir Putin what they're concerned about when it comes to Russia or to Ukraine being part of NATO and because it's right there on the border of Russia and they don't want you know weapons and all that stuff pointed at Russia and all that um, that close. So I, I get it. I get both sides. And, um, 
but again, kind of not until you talk to like some Russians and all that, you get that other side and understand kind of what they're what they're worried about. And so it's good to get out. I mean, good to know people from different cultures. That's kind of the bottom line. Um, the the 11th thing that I learned this year was that <laughs> the funny thing is that uh, um, literally a month I was in Ukraine for about 29 days it really didn't help my Russian studies. I've been, you know, dabbling in Russian for the last couple of years. And I was there for a month. And they say, you know, when you're like immersed in the culture, you pick it up. And I really didn't. I mean, I could go into a coffee shop and I would tell them, you know, it's like, Izvinite, ya Americanis moi ruski ochim ploho, mojna kofi pajalista, mojna bez malako si sahara. I mean, you know, and asking, that's just basically ordering coffee. Um, and, but again, that's pretty much all I could do after a month. The, the uh, 12th thing that I learned is that after a week or so in Ukraine, you will, you will get desensitized to all the good looking girls. Um, when you first get there and, um, you know, everybody talks about how good looking Eastern European girls are and they are. Um, but if you're there for a while, you, they kind of just kind of blend in and you kind of understand why the guys there are just so like kind of nonchalant about it. They don't even, they don't even turn their heads. And so again, but yeah. And then after like four or five days, you just kind of get desensitized to it. It's kind of funny. Um, the 13th thing on my list is that when, and I might have talked about this before, I'm pretty sure I did, but I, I remember and I'll tell you now that when you buy something overseas, they're going to give you like the little credit card reader and you give them your credit card and they'll always ask you if you want your credit card ran in the local currency or in your own home currency and it's always best to tell them you want it in their local currency because it'll be cheaper for you when it's all said and done. And so I'll keep that in mind. Let's see here. The, the oh, okay, the hotels. Um, you know, I've always decided, I've always debated between getting an Airbnb or a hotel. Um, as far as I'm concerned, and you can think about this, is that, Hotels are better than Airbnbs, all things considered. Um, I've talked about this before, that Airbnbs are not much cheaper if you only stay a short couple days. But even then, um, even if you're staying a little bit longer, hotels are probably better just because there's more life. There's more life in the lobby. Um, Everything's kind of taken care of for you. And it's not much more expensive than an Airbnb these days. So this year, I basically learned that from now on, when I travel, I'm going to stay in hotels. Um, if, if I can, again, if I'm going to stay somewhere for a month or two months, whatever, that's, that's different. Um, the 15th, 15th thing that I learned this year is that it's better to open or to start talking to foreign girls in English. Um, it's much better to just start in English, let them know that, you know, you're obviously a foreigner, um, and if they like you, they will try their best to talk in um, English, even though their English is probably not very good. Um, but that's better than trying to start talking to the girls in Russian or in, in, in their language, in their, lo- in their language, because my, my, my Russian is nowhere nearly as good as their 
you know, or it's, it's worse than their, their English for sure. So, um, it's better to do it in English if possible. And again, it's all kind of to the point where you're trying to find if the girls like you by making the effort to try to talk in English. And so that's, again, when you're meeting girls. Um, the 16th thing that I learned this year is a difference, difference between a uh, power adapter and a power converter. Uh, I mean, you probably know this or you might know this, but the adapter is that thing that hooks onto the end of your appliances that will make your appliances fit the wall socket um, but the converter changes the actual voltage and sometimes those you can get well those are different things but sometimes you get them like an all-in-one little little gadget for your appliances but anyways you need a converter if you want to plug in like a hair dryer or clippers or something like that because the American appliances the power is different when you go overseas and so you need to convert that power but, um, and maybe that's, you know, international traveling one-on-one, but I, for whatever reason, I just had to, I had a problem with the converter this year when I was over in Ukraine. Um, another thing when I was getting ready to go to my trip this year, my advice to you is instead of spending $500 on a iPad, if you want to read on your, your device, um, get the Kindle Fire. It's an excellent, affordable alternative to the iPad. Um, it comes with the access to the internet, and it does like everything like your your Kindle would do. And so, a shout out to my best friend Gotham. He's one who gave me that recommendation, um, and is probably one of the best uh, items that I bought this past year in 2021. Um, Number 18 on the list, I learned about baggage fees. And if you haven't traveled in the last five or seven years, baggage fees are so much a part of the ticket these days. And because you'll, you'll, when you try to buy a ticket, you'll see that there's like a, about four different tiers of tickets. And like usually the cheapest ticket on there, the basic economy or whatever it might be, doesn't include any type of baggage fees whatsoever. And so you have to pay for like a, a second carry-on bag. You have to pay for a definitely checked bag, all that stuff. And it really does add up. So just pay attention to what you're doing, what you're doing for uh, your carry-on or your baggage fees when you're buying tickets, uh, airline tickets. Again, it, it really came to light to me this year when I was taking a United flight and they wouldn't let me take on the my carry-on I had like a briefcase I had my backpack and then I had a carry-on and that's all I take usually and they wouldn't let me take both of those things on they wouldn't let me put in the overhead bin and so I had to check it in it was just crazy and it was my fault because I got the cheapest ticket possible and so that's that's that but anyway just be careful about that when you're booking tickets um 19th on my list of the things I learned this year was that the real difference between a visa and a passport. A visa is the country where you're going. It's their permission. They're allowing you to come into their country, whereas a passport is your ID. It basically identifies you kind of like your driver's license. Um, and again, I don't know. I didn't really know the, know the difference. Well, I knew the difference, obviously, but I didn't realize kind of like that definition because, again, as an American uh, we don't need a lot of visas to go to a lot of different places. Uh, we can just use our passport. Whereas on the other way, on the other side or the opposite, you know, anybody who wants to come to America, they definitely know the visa process because most countries need a visa to come to America. 
So anyways, that's the difference between those two things. 20th on my list is, yes, I do still love skyscanner.com for getting flights. However, I did find um, the Google price tracker on Google Flights this year. And I think it's very, very helpful. Um, it's You push the button on when you're looking for a flight on Google Flights, you push the button for it says track your flights, I think, or track your prices, and then it emails you the different when the prices go up or down. Um, it's a really, really convenient way to monitor flights if you have some flexibility. So um, check that out, Google Price Tracker on Google Flights. And then finally, the 21st thing on the list, I'll tell you, give you a couple of book recommendations. This is the three, three cool books that I read this year. Um, the first one is 10 Years a Nomad by Matthew Keepens, K-E-P-N-E-S. -E um, I'll put the links in the description so you can see these books. But anyways, it was a, it's a book about some guy who was a digital nomad for, I guess, 10 years um, and kind of what he went through and kind of his, his adjustment when he came home after doing all that. It was pretty cool. Um, the other book, uh, Take More Vacations by Scott Keyes, that's the book I talked about in episode 62 about how to get um, cheap flights. If you haven't heard that episode 62, go check it out. Um, and again, and then get the book. It, it's a super, super helpful book. Um, and then finally, I read uh, Midnight in Siberia by David Green. And that was just kind of like a memoir book about some guy who took the Trans-Siberian uh, train across Russia and what he saw when he met the people, the, the Russian people throughout the country and, you know, what his thoughts were. And what, it, what was interesting to me about it is that I've always heard, you know, it's funny, I've always heard that when I went to Moscow, everybody told me I wasn't in the real Russia. And it sure felt real enough to me. But they said, um, if you want to see what real Russia is like, you have to go out outside St. Petersburg and Moscow and all that. So anyways, that's what this book was about. Um, check it out. So anyways, that's my the 21 things that I learned. And hopefully um, you can take some information from that and you know jot some things down when you start traveling and keep that in mind. Um, I want to thank you again for listening. And let's hope that 2022 is better on the COVID front. And if you would, please subscribe to this podcast and share it and leave a review. Um, and once travel gets back to back to normal, I'll start, you know, putting more material out um, on solo travel for for guys. Um, if you have any suggestions too, please leave them um, in the comments or the reviews. Or if you want to go to my YouTube channel and subscribe to my YouTube channel and leave me leave me comments on what you want to hear about. Um, my YouTube channel is Darren's Travel Tips. Um, just search that in, the, or just put that in the um, search bar. Darren's Travel Tips, and my uh, my YouTube channel will come up. So, anyways, I want to thank you again for listening, and again, hoping wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, and uh, Happy New Year. And I'll talk to you guys later. All right, bye.